comedy to get you started down the path of um yet again a replay here we go again well the evil people you know i i told you a long time ago a long long time ago we had the biden prophecy that biden would try to go uh against russia proxy in ukraine to get biden to launch those nukes Thereby killing the Europeans and the Americans, where China and um, Iran, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and, uh, uh, you know, um, the American uh, government aligned with China, uh, you know, set up the New World Order, which is basically, uh, you know, learn Mandarin. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, what the frustrating thing is, I could, I could tell people, but when I tell the State Department this, they just go, yeah, so what? Well, you're all traitors. Yeah, so what? You captured the United States and destroyed them. Why don't you tell them they're defeated? Yeah, so what? You know, we don't work for the American citizen. 
No one even in law enforcement, not even one policeman works for the American citizen. Nobody does. Everybody works for China, you know, Russia, New World Order, WEF, G20, G7. You know, so what's your problem? So what's your problem? My problem is that, well, it's not really a problem. (laughs) It's not really a terrible problem. I just, you know, would like to know where one of the ground zero points is so I can be there. And I want, I don't just want the nukes to come in. I want, I don't want, you know, I want a, a, you know, 20 or 30 minute window so I can watch, you know, the, uh, the leftist about to be left behind. Is that, would that be okay? Maybe university, Washington university, or uh, how about, um, uh, you know, NY, I know you're going to nuke LA, so LA, definitely anywhere in LA would be good. You know, just take me, you know, Beverly Hills would be good. You know what I mean? Cause it's, well, that's been taken over by Persians now. Oh, you racist. Yeah, no, uh, you know, Iran has a stake. I, I don't know if you realize this, but <laughs> Persians are in all the wealthy areas of, you know, Paris, LA, New York. Well, I guess you didn't know that. You'd have to be there, but they're there with great wealth. And, um, uh, the elites went to, um, uh, South Pacific, you know, Tahiti, even Hawaii, like Hawaii, Zuckerberg, et cetera, they're there to wait it out. But you don't get to, if you want to be safe from the nuke, you need to go to Tahiti, South Pacific. That's all you got to do. But we've known that for the last two years. But you can go ahead and go to the South Pacific. They've all left. They're leaving now. And they've already left, I guess, about a month, two ago. Because this thing's about to go down. Go to the South Pacific have a nice time. Oh, not a millionaire? Well, you see, now that's going to be a problem because how are you going to live? The natives, will, they'll, spit for, they'll, they'll spit barbecue you <laughs> just like a pig. So I don't know what uh, you're going to do. I guess you're going to be like me and enjoy because this is my world. And if I got to go that way, that means it was programmed in the beginning that it would go that way. So who am I to fight it? I obviously agree with it. Well, when I say things like all these people are assholes or all these people are, you know, they don't even know what's going on. You know, they're just walking around like, you know, basically as sex toys, right? At this point, people are now sex toys. Why, that's all they care about. It's like, oh my God, you're racist if you're not for transgender, gender, you know, uh, genital mutilation. Oh my God. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. So while they're doing that, I, I, you know, here's my prediction. I don't think even if you told them the nukes were on their way, that the people would really, f- I don't believe they would, when the nukes finally explode and people die, that's when they're going to figure it out, but it'll, they'll be dead. They will never know what hit them. That's how, how, how programmed they are. They, they just won't. There was a guy yesterday, two days ago in the news, he, uh, he got in an argument with a young, with a teenage boy, a, um, 
uh, I guess, a, a conservative. I don't know if he was a Trump supporter or not. All I know is a conservative, a Republican. I don't know if he was a, you know, God-fearing Republican, okay? Kid, a nice-looking kid, you know. I, huh? 18-year-old kid. Okay, so to me, that's a kid. And the guy, uh, you know, some kind of left-wing nut job like all of them, you know what I mean, basically decides to run the kid over and kill him for his views because he was programmed by Biden. Biden programmed these people, and he talked mind control at his Hitler speech, and and he basically set into action... Uh, guys like this from coast to coast who will be killing conservatives and the judge lets the guy out of jail and he's free to go. He's, he's out on the streets. Immediately, no jail time for intentionally, in cold blood, running this kid over. Now, what does that tell you about your fucking country? Please! And what about these cue balls? thinking that there's going to be some kind of cavalry to the rescue. Um, I, I, have, I, I don't see how in a million years anything like that's going to happen. Because you people that want that, you sold the country out. You who are waiting to be rescued, you sold it out. You did it to us. You people that spoke the truth online, you're all heroes. So sorry. You know, but the most guff you took wasn't from the government for the average, you know, squawker of average podcaster out there. You didn't get the guff from the government. Those are only the big guys. You know, your, your average podcaster just sharing truth got guff from his fellow citizens. His useless, eater, idiot citizens. So let me make the argument, guys. Why spare them? Shouldn't they be taught a lesson? You know, I want to get something straight out about spiritual warfare. You know, I know that that there's a big controversy about sending back curses to, to where they came from and all that. The whole point is, of all of this, is, you know, when you're praying in, I mean, now it's a, you know, it's a tidal wave, so I, I don't know what you're going to pray for. Just Just pray that God will just take you home. There's nothing else to pray for now. Since the entire citizenry of the United States, except for the, you know, less than half that is, um, you know, not, not completely awakened, but are, you know, trying to, you know, think they're going to do something in the election and whatnot. Anyway, the, um, what has stirred this little talk today, fiery talk, is, um, you know, that, uh, you know, Putin, uh, you realize we've been putting 50, 60 billion dollars into the Ukraine and that uh, NATO and the United, the United States is at war with Russia through the Ukraine. So the, the money is going to, you know, the um, fat cats of, you know, buddies of Biden, uh, you know, in the same typical fashion it's been going. You know, they bought, uh, I don't know, 10 houses in two years or something, right, from getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden. And, and the American public just yawns. I'm not, you know, you know, who deserves to be lined up on a firing squad? The citizens or the or Biden or or you know the the traitors? Who? 
You can make a damn good case to eliminate the United States right now based on the citizen's level of, especially things like perversion, um, uh, diseducation, uneducation, lack of morals, lack of values, um, you, you know, selfish, narcissistic, and again, like I say, useless people. Just, you know, going and, you know, what, shuffling the papers at the desk of a job that's no longer even relevant, if they go at all. Are they expecting to be taken care of? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I love that one. You expect the government to take care of you while they're planning on nuking you. And their big hero, Joe Biden, who's going to end all this fossil stuff. <laughs> Would I get too loud? So anyway, I was just going to say on, on spiritual warfare, you, there's nothing wrong. Let's get this straight once and for all, because I because I get in this little talk with people all the time. Um, when if I return, you know, to sender, you know, which is their curses and stuff. It's not to, to curse them; it is to um, basically let them know that they were defeated, that their curses were broken, they didn't work, they're defeated. So I guess the, the language that should be used is, you know, I, I don't, I do not agree with this. You know, I, I, most battles I fight, I give to the Lord. Everything I fight, I give to the Lord because I can't do anything. So I give it to the Lord. But at the same time, you know, when there is this fervor, okay, you know, return to center so that they know that they've been defeated is very important. And if you don't do that, um, or have that intention. I mean, it, it, and it's also fine to just give it to the Lord and, you know, Lord, please take the, they're, they're all throwing curses at me, Lord. I hand them over to you in Jesus' name. Fine. Perfect. Witchcraft broken. Um, but for those who are involved in spiritual warfare, you know, and, and wanting um, to include the intention of you know, doing harm, you know, battle against the witches. It You're on firm spiritual ground here. I'm talking about witchcraft now. Um, you know, the, the, the term in the Bible is, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Now, I doubt many of you are going to go out and just start slaying, you know, literally slaying witches. Most of you, those are like the mothers of most of you in America. <laughs> And certainly the, the the sisters, right? Biggest witchcraft movement in history was against Donald Trump. In history. Converted the entire of America over to Satan and away from God in like within three months. That was the biggest fall America ever had. Nobody even talks about it. They never even brought it up. And I'm like, didn't you see that? So you guys, like, since I've been broadcasting on the air, America's gotten worse and worse and worse. It's worse now than it was when I started because we started after 9-11, if you want to call, in 2002. And the people were waking up based on 9-11. There was a lot of prayer groups. There was a lot of fervent prayer, a lot of spiritual warriors, a lot of watchmen on the wall, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Prophecy wars we had, a lot of prophets coming 
just a lot of a lot of disinfo too, a lot of false prophets. But I mean, a lot of activity after after nine uh, eleven. As I, if they do any false flag terror or anything like that, there'll, there'll be some of that. But nine eleven was the big one. That was George W. Bush's favorite, and um, he and Cheney were all well rehearsed, and one with uh, Rumsfeld and all the rest of them, and they they sat there while they ran their operation you know, wondering if they were going to get in trouble. And then Bush comes out and he goes, no, you know, you're either with, you're either with, with us or you're with the terrorists. We don't want to hear any conspiracy theories now. So he basically went, goes out, he shushes the American audience from any discussion about 9-11 being an inside job, which would involve him and how he acted. Remember, he's like reading the, uh, the the goat book to the kids it's it's a it's a goat book and he has it upside down and when they come to tell him that you know the thing had happened he he's trying to do acting he's like not a very good actor anyway yes of course I believe he was in on it along with Cheney and along with all of them and what did America do <laughs> you know yeah so I'm kind of like in my mind trying to revise what America should have done. I think America should have fornicated. You know, had lots of babies. Oh, I know they kill them out of wedlock. They, yeah, I know they torture, they traffic them. I know, but the the biggest stain on the United States is the harm of children. That's that's the one thing we do here that makes us deserve to be nuked right now. Is the harm to children, and it's worse now than, of course, ever in history. We made a little inroad and dent into it and on twenty on twenty we did and then with Trump. And then that all went away. It all went back the other way. And now we are the biggest trafficker in child murder and snuff films the world has ever seen. You know, adrenochrome, snuff films, all that. Most of these kids don't have parents, so they're being gathered in, you know, areas, stables, if you will, to be used as a resource. I think that's disgusting. So when I see Americans walking down the street, I just go, ah, 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 ah. I want to be right there with you, brother. I want to be right there when you know the nuke is heading up your ass. And I want to be there with you for 15 minutes. And I'll do my best to convert you to Christ, Okay. Because I'm, you look at me and I'll be at peace. I mean, just, oh, come on, Lord, I'm going home. Father, I can't wait to see you. And he's going, help me, Zeph, help me. I'll say, brother, you can have this exact thing. Just pray this with me and pray the sinner's prayer, you know, and, and just tell him, you've got to believe, don't you see Jesus there within you? I know that the, the cartoon world here taught you to look outward, but can't you see the truth? And if you do, you know what I mean? I think I could be very persuasive if we have 15 minutes left to live. You know? I think I could be, I, at least get one guy, I, I think. Maybe a whole group of people. You think they would even listen? I'll just take Santa Fe, New Mexico. Do you think they would listen like down at the run? Most people I know, you know, and from back in the 60s and stuff, would say, you know, and, and with all due respect, you know, they'll say F God and F you 
and I don't get, and I don't care. You know, and as it got closer, they would start, you know, pissing themselves, shitting themselves, begging for, saying they don't deserve it, saying it's unfair, saying, no, they'll be saying it's all Trump's fault. You wait. We don't deserve this. I got a, I got a rave dance to go to. I got a basketball game. We're doing a rave up in Nevada. It's going to be really cool. I've been doing research on uh, dances. I guess the 2000s became the, from 2000 on became the era of the dance, not disco music. It was really not about the music so much as the DJ and the dance, right? So some big companies shot up that would organize these, like raves. They started out as raves, but then it got really organized. Like they'd have, you know, they'd have this, they'd build this whole front usually with Molek in the center, right? There'd be like a little monster with a big, his jaws wide open, right? And that'd be the stage. And you'd have the DJ up there. And then there'd be thousands, you know, 70,000, 100,000 kids dancing under all these like strobe lights and all this stuff, you know, in honor of this God, right? And I just looked at that and I said, perfect. You know, it's kind of like they, they're now, doing, you know, doing quality uh, entertainment. It's not just like some rave in the desert with ecstasy. It's more like uh, this formal ritual almost. I looked around the crowd, and there's a couple of, there's a big outfit out of the Netherlands called Q Dance, and they're based on, uh, I don't think the Q is for queer. I think it just, it's Q Dance, but it's based on, what got me looking at it was based on DEFCON 1. So they're called, they're DEFCON Dances, and they have these amazing sets with, again, what I, what I term as Molech in the center of all of them, like they're eating the children. And, um, and I'm looking and I'm seeing these haircuts like, you know, the modern World War II haircut the guys are all getting now where they, they're trimming the back and the sides and, and keeping some on top, folding it over. You know what I mean? Did I describe that right? The world, I call it the World War II cut, right? Um, it's really popular, but most of the guys getting that kind of haircut are usually older, you know what I mean? Trying to be hip and having like a you know, a forties, uh, you know, uh, life crisis or something. And they get that haircut and then they, you know, go to the gym, get a little buff and boy, oh boy, it's a whole new thing. Get a nice car. The divorce isn't so bad, is it buddy? <laughs> You're free. And so there was a bunch of those guys there at this rave dance that I was looking at. And it's no longer like a rave. It's very organized. And some of the big DJs that make, you know, $20, $30 million a year, you know, Skrillex and uh, I don't know the name of all of them. I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I don't follow dance. I just have to reference it and study it for future screenplays and stories and things like that. You know what I mean? So that we have a good, you know, a good idea of, you know, because we went kind of from what I was gigging, you know, when they let me out of, uh, you know, prison pretty much, and I was allowed to gig, um, the, the, I was, I had to join the uh, union, the, the AFL-CIO for musicians, and um, 
you know, they had a sticker they put out called No Disco with a uh, line through it. And, you know, there's a big fight between the clubs that would have, that went all the way to disco, DJs, and then the, eventually the live musicians got kind of pushed out or relegated to, you know, there was a big division. And the DJ, you know, clubs, which then again became after clubs too. In other words, you'd go have dinner somewhere and then you like nine or 10 at night, you go to the after club, right? Where you can be there till two or three in the morning. <clears throat> of course you need drugs. Who's going to be able to stay up without drugs? Did anyone ever assume that there was people there that didn't do drugs? Not, not possible. They would fall asleep. Seriously, you know, just, you know, today it's Adderall, right? Adderall, the kids all take Adderall. You get Adderall, I, you know, no, I'm not taking it because I can't afford the downtime. If I could fly on Adderall, because I need it, I, I have weakened dopamine. I have a suicidal condition half the time because of the dopamine and serotonin, epinephrine, and uh, rather, uh, you know, uh, what's it, endorphin, profile in my brain and i think this is partially this might be because of um having done drugs in the past but i i don't know i think it kind of runs in the family you need more receptors dopamine receptors and then you can feel because i don't know you know every once in a while i feel normal like other people and i'm like wow that's like being stoned man that's euphoric that is, you feel that way every day? Bro, I feel that way every day. That is something. And how do you feel? I, I just feel normal. Wow, cool. Good for you. I'm not going to be jealous of you. I, I, I've, I have to, you know, this is my fight. I have to fight the lack. I found a drug that gave me, yeah. So I need caffeine now. I researched all the stimulants. I have stimulants that are like compounds. They're not even drugs. You can buy the compound online. And one was called, uh, uh, what was the name of Phenol? Phenolparacetam. <clears throat> and um, it's uh, not really any stronger than, say, caffeine, but just a different kind of stimulant. And they say, I don't know if it's this one or not. I think it may be this one. They were doing research and using this stimulant to rebuild dopamine receptors. Okay, dopamine receptors. Because it, it somehow... See, if you've done a lot of drugs that gave you that feeling of, you know, that dopamine, and that includes pot. I mean, marijuana can also hit the dopamine receptors and give you that feeling of euphoria, right? Not just uh, speed. So if you've done a lot of that, if you've done meth at all or done any of those things, you probably burned out your receptors because when you flood the brain with any of these chemicals, and it feels ecstasy is another one, right? Well, dopamine, it floods the brain with dopamine. You feel good. You want to love. You feel you, you've overcome all your problems. You're not hung up anymore. You're not, you know, the past is gone and you're just like a little free spirit and you're, you could do anything. <laughs> well, <clears throat> that's the dopamine, right? So I never, I never had that. I, no matter how much I juiced the dopamine, it didn't really work. They eventually gave me antidepressants. I took that, and that was like um, the all the 
crap you have to put up with and, and side effects and everything um, made it so it wasn't worth it. And then, you know, I had to get off of that. And I tried one called Modafinil for, for like narcolepsy <clears throat> because I was falling asleep last three years. Since Francesca's death, I've been like struggling with, you know, depression and, you know, it's never been the same, but I mean, why should, why should I have to be taking it like that? I'm, I, I think they're just merely coincidental that she died and then there was trouble cognitively. But um, no, no, Ben, I'm having my coffee. So I found, I started researching like narcolepsy because I was falling asleep in sessions. And then, and then I wake up, I'd be fine, you know, and I, I, you know, I was also gaining weight like crazy without necessarily eating more, doing anything different, but I just put on a ton of weight. And um, that then, you know, started spiraling me downwards. And, and it was, t- t- plus old age, you know, and all that was working together to really make me a pretty miserable guy. And, um, and then so I found out this, uh, this drug that they, they're, trying to, they're trying to market for narcolepsy. If you think you have narcolepsy, you really probably have, you know, there's a number of other conditions you can have. I mean, I've been in deep in the research on all this stuff, you know, and mainly for people who have, are depressed, right? That's you. I know you're you're all depressed. You probably you're with you came to Jesus quicker because you had low dopamine. Could be <laughs> well, God made it that way, you know. You know, and God is really the author of our euphoria at this point. Um, no, no, you're not going to. Mister Eli is going to finish his breakfast. And then you're not going to eat it, Ben. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay, so, this, the, the, so they recommend this one drug, um, Modafinil, for narcolepsy. The only thing they don't tell you is when you stop taking it, it's, it's mild, it's not, you know, dangerous or anything. But when you stop taking it's a Schedule 2, a Schedule, you know, 1, you know, very... Schedule four, whatever it is that's the mildest. But when you quit taking it, uh, you, you have to, like any stimulant, you have to pay it back. Like, you know, if you have sleep depriva- deprivation, you got to pay it back. So in paying it back, the problem with it is it doesn't leave your system for about two weeks. So you lose all that time. So nobody wants it. I mean, I, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a waste. But see, what it does is it floods the brain with dopamine. And, and then about three days later, it starts getting more normal. And then it's, then, it's, then it's like caffeine. And then it's like, I need it just to stay away. And then it does nothing. And then you say, well, I better stop it. And then you're miserable, depressed, upset, worse than you ever were before. You know, same thing with the Adderall people. I've never taken Adderall, or, or have I? I might have, you know, borrowed some, but I, I never really went to the doc to get a script for it because same thing. When you quit taking it, you go through hell. You have no dopamine, no endorphins, don't feel like doing anything. You know, it, it, agreed. You take it, and I mean, I've, I've done great work with stimulants, you know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to finish this novel. I'm going to finish this book. 
and then at the end I'm going to sleep. Well, as long as you make no life-changing decisions, as long as you can, you know, is it really worth it? No, no. See, that's the problem. And what people need to understand is that, and they understand, you know, and I think in the environment we have the ways of getting rid of dopamine. I think one of the reasons, ways they get rid of dopamine, I think what's happening with COVID, and I'm not, I can't prove it yet, but my suspicions are that we have people being drained of iron, i.e., you know, red blood cells, blood, you know, anemia, you know, anemia has come into the country. And I think it's a environmental thing, and I think it's something that may even be more sinister than that. But that will give you all the same symptoms, low energy, huffing and puffing, trying to get across the room, all that, can be low iron. You know, to, to understand that, you have to get a blood test. And that can be low iron, which can be replaced, which is kind of painful quickly or slowly, with iron pills and, and, and you know, diet change and, you know, uh, just uh, understanding what has happened. But that, too, can affect your mental levels and your dopamine levels and all that and make it look like it's narcolepsy when it's really um, anemia. See, if you make that mistake between those two, which I made in you know self-diagnosis when I couldn't see a doctor, um, you could really, really do harm to yourself. But the key is this. People that have the dopamine receptors are going to be happier and more productive and more honed and able to concentrate better and get work done than other people. Okay? They have tried for years now with uh, non-harmful stimulants, they call them, like I said, this, this phenylparacetam um, stimulant, to create a stimulant that could have you produce work Excel in college, let's say the SATs, the law school exam, all that stuff, and not have any, you know, hangover or, you know, a side effect that, you know, would hurt your health that you'd have to crawl back from. And the reason um, that I think, and another way of doing it is to hit people with um, fear porn, you know, constantly keeping the public in fear about you know pandemics and this and that and i believe what happens here is that um the cortisol levels go through the roof it blows out the dopamine because people get addicted to the fear porn so it's the dopamine receptor that's really getting off on the fear that's why they keep going to it then that receptor gets flooded so here's my point when the brain is flooded with dopamine, whether it's through ecstasy or speed or uh, excitement or you know panic or you know fear porn, all any of those things that create a different mindset and different state of mind, and dopamine can be very powerful. It can be like this super euphoric state of mind. Okay, you know, like my problems are over. Oh, thank God! And big hug, you know. So. When the brain is flooded with dopamine, the receptors say, because you need the dopamine get to be produced and the receptors to receive it. It creates a circuit. So when uh, it's flooded like that, I think what happens is the receptors shut down because they go, wait a second, I'm overloaded with dopamine here. We don't need to, to 
you know, process that much. Uh, us receptors here on the edge, you know, we could just go away. So you're left with people that have low dopamine receptors, right? That they live their lives depressed half the time. They live their lives, you know, you know, crying all day long for no reason. They just start crying. They see something, they start crying. They see a commercial on TV. It reminds them of when they were at the beach two years ago. They start bawling. You know, it, it's uh, low dopamine. Well, well, low receptors. Um, is it from our uh, errors of trying to self-medicate? Or is it from uh, the general nutritional condition of the people? And I believe it's, 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 it's mainly from nutrition. And it's also from a constant diet of the you know Fox News and MSNBC and the fear porn. It's the end of the world and all this stuff. And now we have the new nuclear threat, and um, you know people are just thriving on it. They don't want to thrive on it, but they got to admit they're addicted to it because it hits the dopamine, man. It's boom, yeah, and now Putin, you know, and then you can get really into it following all the news, and you're just you're manic now. You're moving around. You're not sitting there depressed. Right, you got addicted to it. Your cortisol levels are through the roof, and that's probably burned everything out, you know. And all of that, you know, all of that activity that's going on is 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 something that's being regulated by, in my opinion, the government, who is trying to regulate all the dopamine, serotonin levels, everything through frequencies, diet, uh, food, and now they decide to starve everybody. And to take away all the fuel and everything else and have Biden sit up there and have these total retard, absolute idiots go, yeah, yeah, Biden's gonna get rid of the fossil fuels. We're gonna, we're not gonna suffer from climate change. <laughs> and, um, no, Trump supporter was run over the other day. Just a 17-year-old could, yeah, we've got to kill those assholes. And that's what you're dealing with. People that have an IQ of 50, you know, their IQs are all lowered. Most people that go to um, college are not there for IQ anymore. They let anyone in college these days. The reason you get to college is to be trained in social justice warfare. That's why you're there. So, meaning revolutionary warfare and overthrow the United States, period. You believe it's fun and nice to just cut the genitals off young boys before they have a chance to decide to get through their confusion or even talk to anybody. They say, oh, you feel like you're a girl today, huh? Well, let me just snip that off for you. And that's the most disgusting thing because that is a suicide waiting to have. Guaranteed, I guarantee it. About every one of those kids are going to commit suicide. All of them. No, I, I know it's a bold statement saying all. At some point, unless they're really, really strong, they will commit suicide. They will be out of the way. They who? We don't want them to commit suicide. That's why we're doing these operations. Do you know that every hospital in the country is open now to uh, transgender surgery? And they're all getting it so that a kid could go in there without a parent? have their breasts cut off. In other countries, this was called, for the females, uh, you know, genital mutilation, 
which was done in Islamic countries to prevent the woman from having pleasure in sex. Do you remember that? Does anybody know anything? Got a beautiful sunrise coming up today. God has shown me the ultimate beauty of this place. Truly feel like I've been living in these magical dimensions. And uh, I'm glad they did make uh, marijuana legal. (laughs) But it's really a, um, you know, kind of feels like a little bit like death row, too. You know, we're just waiting to be um, exterminated. Well, we're praying, of course, for God's will to be done. But then the Lord shows me all the transgressions. And the biggest transgressions are men and women that have children. Parents are the biggest transgressors and who God's wrath is pointed at, not the government. God's using the government as, a, as, a, as an extension of his wrath, i.e. to nuke the population. But it's not the government that's being aimed at because those people are already, you know, zombies. They're already, they're already gone. Um, the, the target are the parents of the kids who are being turned into, you know, suicide victims. That's, that's really what they're doing. They know that the, the genital mutilation, uh, castration, um, you know, breast removals and things like that, they know that that's going to produce, you know, wall-to-wall suicides. They, they know that. Any psychologist or psychiatrist worth his salt would say that. You know, if you've had that done to you and then you realize later on when you're an adolescent, that was done against my will and now I can't have children and I, I don't want to be like a girl anymore, I want to be a boy, but I have no penis and no testicles, so I can't really be a man... How do you think that would make a guy feel? And if I'm already having suicidal tendencies because I have gender con, you know, dysphoria and you know, confusion about it, which we've all had. We've all had that growing up because of the messaging from the government of the United States, trying to make everybody gay, trying to make everybody trans, trying to make, you know, turn everything into one big nice rainbow flag with the, uh, you know, the, the professional trannies leading the way, you know. And, and if you've ever seen their celebration, they have balls and volleyball games. Every, everyone is very colorfully dressed, and they have all these just over-the-top. It's like you've gone to this psychedelic rainbow world. You know, it's fun. You feel like if you're not part of that, and the, these dances are the same thing, it's fun. And if you're not part of all that, you're missing out. Come on and join the party. And so the kids are flocking in to join the party. Right? They don't want to be left out. I, I was looking at those ads and all the, the activities going on. If you were, you know, woke transgender right now, you got all kinds of stuff you could be doing. And it's a big celebration. And, you know, I'd be, you know, I might be lining up too to get mine cut off because I don't want to be left out. Say, I want to be cool. So to be cool, if you really want to be cool, you got to be castrated. And I understand this is hard for people to hear, but listen. It's going on whether you like it or not. And it's going on coast to coast right now. 
Not only that, but, you know, millions of kids are being trafficked around the world. And Biden is flying them, not just in state, but out to like, you know, Saudi Arabia and places like that. Ben's jumped on my hand there. He's got another toy. Anyway, so it's really bad. So people are just doing what they want to do. This is worse than the days of Noah. Lord's pointing this out to me. I'm sorry. We are worse than the days of Noah. We're worse than ever. The people that are doing all this have been at it for a very long time. And now they're coming out because they feel they've won. So they don't mind showing you who they are. And they want to take a victory lap, you know, on your head. They want you to see how stupid you really are. And what they've done to you your whole life. And now it's known. You were, you were called a tinfoil hat guy, a conspiracy theorist, if you tried to point it out. You know, made into a, you know, a, a black sheep, an outcast. And now you see it's all, it all was true. Everything was true. Everything you thought was true. And they've had help. The advanced technology behind the scenes is incomprehensible to us. That's how advanced it is. They use that technology to run these programs. We're in this program right now. This is not real. Now, here's some good news. What we're in right now is not real, which means, no, 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 no. You have to get to what's going on. What does it mean? It means that God is somehow behind it as a test of faith of his people. And he wants you to run this race. It's when Paul called it a race. He called it, what's a race? It's a simulation. The race is a simulation. He basically called it unreal. He said, it's like a race. Run so that you win. Ignore everything else. How many people say something like, you know, I've been saved. I gave my heart, my soul, my life, everything I am to Jesus Christ. I proclaim that to the whole world. That Jesus is the only way to peace because I've been in hell most of my life. And I can tell you, I know what I'm, whereof I speak here. So I'll stand on that. I'll ask the Lord to protect me. I will ask the Lord to help me do, do this. You can't do anything if you're going to be like that. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll do my best. Let's see what the Lord comes up with. But I can see you're not going to be any help because you don't be seen with people like me because you think you're going to get docked. Well, if you live in fear every day like that, you're just a stupid slave anyway. So what do I care? You know that's true. I don't see how you can look in the mirror every day and be happy with yourself. Good, good, good luck with that. You know, women don't like men who sell out. You know that? They disrespect them. They get what they do is they get control of the household. They take over. When you're redeemed in Christ, that's a new day. Forget the past now. Forget all the things you did, to all the lies you said, and all the things you did to try to get ahead, which was never going to happen. They were never going to let you get ahead. Don't you understand that? You gave your life over to them, and they were going to regulate you. For the- now you're out of it. Jesus delivered you. So the past is gone. So forget about it. 
Now forge ahead. No, I lost everything. Oh, good, good. You, the kids and the wife, wifey are gone. Uh, you, you know, you have no money for child support. You're um, following the path of Jesus, and this is where it's li- excellent. Good wake up call for the, uh, you know, the ex wifey poo. Fantastic. Keep going. You found the truth, brother, man. You've got the truth. You have the truth. The truth is, this was never real anyway. It was always about you and your relationship to God, and nothing else matters. Whether you reject him or accept him, accept the gift of freedom or reject the gift of freedom, i.e. the blood of Christ, shed at the cross, paying for me and paying for you to be let off the sinner's hook so we could walk freely with the Lord and go home. This is not about accomplishing here. It's about going home. Anybody that thinks this is about building, no, I mean, all for building legacies and things like that. I mean, that's having a business, you die, keeps going, that's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that, you know, you're not going to be here to build your big, whatever your big dream is. A big dream takes, what, three, 400 years? <laughs> no, no. You're, you're not going to be able to enjoy that. You're, 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 you're not here to build a forever life. You're not here to make your paradise. You're not here to make your score. You're not here to beat the, beat the man. You're not here to do any of that. You're here for a brief while as a test between, you know, you and, you know, the kind of person you are, your relationship with God, the Almighty, and or your lack thereof. And in the end of the day, it's really about going through that test, that tribunal, coming out on the other side and, you know, going home or going to whatever destination that you should go to. This is a turnstile. We're passing through. We're not permanent residents. Everything here is temporary. Things change on a dime. You have Putin today and tomorrow it'll be something else. And, you know, it's a basically everybody running around is based on fear and fear-based consciousness. And um, they're all going nowhere. Nowhere! They're going nowhere! They're producing nothing! They're destroying their children. They're a blight on the earth itself and of, of, of nature because they've been turned inwardly by the spirits of this earth, by Satan, by the organizations, the circles of shame that go all the way to the top, whose sole purpose, whose only purpose of existence is to gather souls, is to steal souls, is to scalp souls. There is no other purpose. If there was another purpose, there would be more time involved. But there isn't. So there isn't more of a purpose or a other purpose. There is not even a purpose like, let's make the world for Christ. It's on us. No, it's not on us. It's not on us to make it Make the world for Christ. 
Try as you like. The world's going to go the way it's programmed to go. And the head programmer is the Lord. And he knows it's, you know, not... When you say real, does that mean you believe in geology, you believe in our sciences that describe the solar system and the planet and the time space? Do you believe any of that shit? All of it. While it might be extremely advanced technology, you're not going to have access to any of it. The only thing you actually know for sure is if you're breathing or not. And the mission. What's the mission? To come here, go through this gauntlet, find the truth so that you can die. You'll have debt, you'll have freedom, you'll have comfort in your death. If you have comfort while alive, here and there, great. A little, a little preview of what's to come. Fantastic. But without Christ, I can do nothing. Zero. I can't do anything. The only reason I'm able to have this much energy in talking to you today like a 25-year-old is because God has healed me. Not me. I told you all the research I did. It was God-led. took a long time to try to get to the truth. And the truth is, if God doesn't heal me, I don't care how many pills I take or how many treatments I do, it's not going to happen. So therefore, I have to work out my relationship with God because, you know, I have no family. I have nobody that may be promising me something in the future. I have nothing to look forward to except one thing. And boy, do I look forward to this. It's like Christmas to me. You remember when we were kids, Christmas? And that is either the return of Christ, the end of this world system, I hate to say it, folks, the end of this. I'm sorry. I don't like to see the kids destroyed. I want God to pull the plug. Because, listen, you're being selfish. These kids are being murdered by the millions. Around the world, yes, but I mean, that's you're dealing with millions of children here. All being raped and murdered and trafficked. And the biggest, worst of all, biggest pervert there is, is the United States of America. Now, I can't fix it. I want to fix it. But I can't. And since I've been trying to fix it, it's worse. So what do you want me to do with that? Oh, please, God, give us more time. We'll work it out. No, we won't work it out. We're a bunch of selfish, useless eaters anyway. We're not going to work it out. We're not going to police our neighborhoods we're not going to go out and get the perps and, and lock them up. We're not going to become extrajudicial. We're not going to have a revolution in the United States against the government so that we can adjudicate all the wrongdoers and wrong things. We're not doing any of it. We're sitting here every day hoping 
this thing just blows over so we can keep going with our little with our next piece of dopamine hit the next thing that makes us feel good it's been hell living here you know maybe not hell on our bodies like it is in Pakistan or the third world but hell inside it's been painful it's been terrible to watch all these ministries fail miserably demonstrably measurably and the reason for that I'm going to say it one more time. I've been saying it for... I'm getting so mad having to repeat myself. You know, when brothers write me and they want to correct me and they say, you know, they always want to get me to calm down and toe the line and be a good little Christian and then maybe I can be in the church and be a real pastor, you know what I mean? A real minister. If I just, you know, if I just wasn't over the top. (laughs) Seriously. No, I'm serious. Well, that those days are gone now. You know, that was when I was younger. But uh yeah, they wanted they wanted me to they say you could be the next Paul. Oh boy. I can't wait. Can I can I change my name to Paul? Oh, that'd be cool. Zeph sucks. <laughs> you know. Anyway, um Well, you understand where I'm coming from. I can't stand it anymore. But the Lord has given me the strength to take it anyway and to keep pushing. Even if I won't see a final solution of Christ, but pushing, doing the groundwork, laying the groundwork for the return of Christ, the return of law, right? Not the law, but the return of, you know, um, decency. The return of service rather than vanity. The return of, you know, I'm just caring about the other guy. You know, what happened to like, you know, baking some cookies and taking them to your neighbor? Remember those days? We don't do it. We're afraid we'll be shot. All those little things that were part of, well, we're here mainly because there were, you know, Churches and morals and and actual education. People saw what happened to other cultures and you know what happened when people went decadent and what happened when people went decadent in the days of Noah or Sodom and Gomorrah or any of the rest of it. They say, Oh, that's just anti gay. No, it's not just anti gay. It's anti wickedness, which, you know, if it involved gay sex, so what? You know, today this is really sad. I heard somebody say, call someone a homophobe because they said that you can't get a baby from having anal sex. And so they got you know, thrown out as a homophobe for saying that. I, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what anyone would say if you were to say, well, you know, the one thing gay sex ensures is there would be no baby. That's no longer allowed. 
They say you can have a baby through anal sex. I read a UN article in Foreign Affairs, uh, Foreign Affairs article regarding the UN that the policy was to push the gay agenda for these last few decades in order to cut the population. They didn't want a big, robust population in the U.S. Even Elon Musk has talked about this. When you cut and castrate boys or mutilate the genitals of girls, you ensure what? No procreation. Do they do this in China? No. Do they promote transgenderism in China? No, they don't have any tolerance for it. Men are men, women are women, period. Well, why do they do it here then? The entire woke climate change, all that, all of that was a psyop. All of it, pandemic, pandemic, COVID shots, they, they, they were doing genocide and people figured out, hey, everyone's dying. And, and then when you said, well, that, that's because um, the shots were made to make you die. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Go back to Alex Jones. And that's where we are today. We are worse off today than we were in 2001. Worse off today than we were in 2010. We are worse off today in the IQ meter than we have ever been since the founding of this country. And I judge that by the amount of mind control victims, trauma-based mind control victims there are on the streets. In other words, the people are insane. They were made insane. Now they are insane. I mean, you go up to someone and say, they say, get out of here. Why? Because you said a man can't have a baby through anal sex. That's homophobic. Get out of here. Racist. Okay. That right there, what I just said, is in insanity, okay? It's insanity. Do you understand? It's actual insanity. And when people get insane, it's easy to get them to go violent. So the next step will be making sure all these people are armed, then telling them to go after the Trump supporters. It's real easy to see what's going to happen. Can't you see? The reason that God did not turn it around with all the prayer that we've been doing is because God wants you to see the truth of where we are right now. I think it's more important to the Lord to get us to see the truth. Because when we see the truth, we take action. Now, I'm, I'm saying prayer is absolutely... Essentially, I pray, Lord, that this message will get to everybody that needs to hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. I plead the blood of Jesus on this transmission in the hopes that people will take it to heart, those that it's meant for. In Jesus' name, amen. Those who it's meant for. This message is not meant for everybody. If you're like me, it's not meant for you. You already, you already know the whole thing, so no point. It's been very hard for me to live in a world 
where my own government <clears throat> is um, and the governments of the world are um, have their guns on my head, waiting for permission to kill me. It's right, vaccines, all that. You know, have to get a vaccine passport. All this, all these people dying. It's hard for me to believe that these people would actually collaborate in killing people in hospitals to get that fifty grand. So they killed a lot of these people in the name of COVID when they would have lived had they not gone to the hospital. That's hard for me to live with because those doctors and those idiot nurses and those people, they're still there. Still getting a salary. But they partook in this genocide. These crimes against humanity. And the whole way through, they said, if you notice any of, the, any of reality, any of the things that we're doing, then you're targeted next. If you notice something's going on. Now, did... I'm trying to be kind here. You know, at least not too brusque. Did the lowering of the IQ of the celebrities, did that help to... to, to pull the gaze, the hypnotic gaze of the kids away from the stupid celebrities, from the dumbasses, you know, that um, you know, sold their souls for what will eventually be a pittance. It'll be nothing. No. As the IQs went down of, you know, all the great stars... The IQs also went down at the same time of all the followers of the stars. Now that kind of idolatry I knew we were going to have to pay for one day. And um, these people that parade in front of the camera and go on e-magazine and this and that and Variety and Reporter and what is it, the uh, Academy Awards or whatever, there's just no substance there. It's like, I, I can't even imagine why someone would watch something like that. If it was, you know, some kind of hero interested in people that accomplished something, but not paid for, you know, imitating other people on screen, that's not really a worth that kind of adulation, I don't think. I mean, maybe it is. I, I, I just, I don't know where I am. To me, someone that would risk their life to save a child, that would be something worth talking about. The other part that's so disturbing is that people, no, no, no. People take a lot of this stuff I mean, they, they just, it's just automatic. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember I sent in, I'm, I'm busy here. I sent in um, a, uh, like for a raffle for the Beatles, for the Beatles uh, Hard Day's Night. They're going to play at the Ivar Theater in uh, Hollywood. Okay. And I think I sent in to either Cage, Jay, one of my, I don't know, you know, it's funny. I had some pretty good luck, Uh, you know, and um, 
They called my name, and I called the phone, and I got two tickets for a hard day's night, you know, for the premiere. And when I got there, the place was no, no room for sitting. It was overrun with people standing and screaming, so much so you couldn't hear the dialogue, you couldn't hear the movie, you couldn't hear the music, nothing. They were just screaming and screaming, making a show for each other. And then it let out. And then they came up with some faux rock stars. Now, all this is mind control, okay? Beatles are mind control. Okay, so they're manufactured. Then they came up with another brilliant idea. They created the monkeys. Remember the monkeys? Some of you? And um, this was completely fabricated in, 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 the, in the studio. These were not musicians out with a band or anything like that, like the Beatles. They were just fabricated because of the hysteria around the Beatles and the Stones and the, you know, the rock stars. So they created this fake rock star band, totally fake, and to, to make a TV show out of it, The Monkees. And they ran that same raffle, I remember, on KHJ, AM radio in Los Angeles, and I sent my card in. I mean, I didn't have really a lot. <laughs> and uh, I heard my name. Uh, to get a uh, a ticket to um, to uh, go to uh, uh, Del Mar uh, Del Mar to the train station there, and they would have the last train to Clarksville. Uh, they'd call that the last train to Clarksville, and they brought the the train down with the monkeys on it uh, to the Del Mar station, where you could see the monkeys get hysterical because I won that thing on the radio, then get back in the train and ride up with the monkeys up to, uh, back up to L.A. And I thought, you know, I never forgot, oh boy, that was quite a memory, you know. But now, in the case of the monkeys, the people were not losing their minds kind of as they are now. The, they weren't asking um, the monkeys for advice on social issues and things like that. I mean, that, that kind of thing wasn't happening. Eventually, that kind of adulation, you know, would spill over. Of course, they always lo loved the movie stars and, you know, and, and, and it was like, uh, you know, it's been a constant uh, mind-controlled drumbeat of worship of man and idolatry ever since, which I recognize. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a great achievement if you do a great job acting in a movie or something and, you know, you, you, you win an award. I mean, and people applaud. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying there is anything wrong with that. I'm talking about this obsession, this idolatry. And the thing about it is, is it has led us into, you know, a kind of immorality because it opened, because idolatry opens portals into demonic activity that then slowly changes everything and then now we're at the ape we're at the very end of the collapse of civilization um what i mean with that final point before it's like you know when the roller coaster gets all the way to the top especially if it's a rickety you know wooden coaster right is creak, 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 click, 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 click. You're right there at the top. And then all of a sudden, you just drop like a stone. You just hurtle through the air toward the ground. And then it finally catches and you go back up again. 
and then you feel like you're going to throw up, and then it's banks around, and you you can't quite catch your breath, and you don't know what's going to happen next, and you're just at the at the at the at the behest of this thing, this behemoth, you know, monster that that you're taking a ride on, and um, it's like we're at the very top of the crest. I think the um, the guys that have the atomic clock have it at very close to midnight, like a minute or two away at most. You know, when we were right there, I wouldn't be surprised we get to 15 seconds before midnight right now. Funny how accurate that clock has been. And everything is lining up for this event. An event. You know, an event which... Um, which when you really think about it is as normal as a chicken pot pie. It says, uh, it, it comes as a remedy. It happened to the Aztecs. It happened to the Maya. It happened to the Anastasia here. And some of these, uh, you know, groups had a tremendous civilization. Certainly the, uh, and Asazi did. And they they dispersed, you know, kind of like the Maya, and then people don't know where they went. They assumed they went off in a spaceship somewhere. They were taken off the Earth, some of them, and then some of them assimilated into South America, Mesoamerica. And it's it's fascinating research, but it's the frustrating thing about it is it's inconclusive. You have to kind of speculate. Uh, Mel Gibson did a very good job in speculating about, you know, the end of civilization for the Aztecs in Apocalypto, which to me is one of the great warding movies about, you know, the best he could do to try to tell your own culture that they're on the cliff at the precipice is to... uh, show an example of a similar culture, but but not your culture. And what happened to them, what happens to every culture? All have fallen um, at about the time we're at right now. Now, some people say we're going to have this great, you know, life. Yes, oh, I think there'll be another age of, you know, there'll be a, a rebuild and an age of light and, we're not in that right now. You know, I think everyone agreed with 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 me when I said that. Yeah, I think we go through a a great darkness before there's a great light. You know, but I see that light out there of humans. You know, being you know, you know, the, not the way humans were, but just another level, a better level, um, where people do care about others and uh, they do. Um, you know, they do uh, have a sense of duty and a sense of calling. And they look for, you know, they know it's not all about them. And they, you know, are looking for answers. You know, that's what we were at one time. But we're not now. We've become, in a sense, a reflection of Joe Biden, you know, which is uh, petty, childish, distorted, uh, you know, mentally ill, um, vindictive, mean, threatening, uh, 
and completely destructive to the American way of life or America itself. And then we find out that everyone in his cabinet and the entire government and State Department are all equally as hostile toward America and toward Europe as well. And I guess by extension, Australia, New Zealand, the Western world. And they want it collapsed because they're getting paid to do that. And while it's being collapsed and oil refineries are being burned up and food processing plants are being burned to the ground, people keep going to their stupid routines thinking somehow they're going to get out of it. In order to get out of it, what that would look like to reverse everything that's happened and and all of that, could it be done at an election or two? Um, The only way that could really happen would be to get rid of the bureaucrats in Washington because they're all on the same side. And, you know, people say, well, the world's run by pedophiles, like Stanley Kubrick said that. Uh, Well, that's true, but they're pedophiles plus there are other things, but they all have that in common, yes. That's why the FBI doesn't do anything about child trafficking because, that, see, to them, the you know, pedophilia will be the way of the future. So why prosecute it? You know, those, that, uh, that's going to be part of the LGBTQ and then, and then minor attracted persons will be added. It's already added, you know, all the teachers abusing kids, they're pedophiles. You know, I mean, it's, all, it's obvious. It's not only the pedophilia that's the thing. It's having all these kids wind up in, you know, like in glue factories for a dreaded robber, you know, being tortured and killed or being, you know, used for, like I say, you know, pornography. Well, then they, there's a huge, giant uh, appetite by these sickos for, you know, snuff films and disaster films and plane crash films and all kinds of stuff where people suffer. And unfortunately, they can't get off. They can't have an orgasm for a vagina. They have to, you know what I mean? Or for another human, they can only have that orgasm watching one of these films where people suffer. When people suffer, that's when they start jerking off. I'm sorry. I knew about that when I was a little kid. Anyway, they, they, look, they, uh, they they pander to those people because many of those people that are in that category uh, have the riches of this world and call the shots. And they want to keep that little thing secret and other things like, you know, the space program secret. And they want to keep secret, you know, uh, uh, you know all, all the things that we call conspiracies they want to keep it all, all that secret. Especially that the Democratic Party, which is now just an extension of the destroyers of the world, using the Democrat Party, to sort of uh, uh, co-opting it to do its evil so that the actual perpetrators, the guys that think this up in the think tanks, the, the people behind the scenes that you don't see, so they don't get in trouble. And the target is the Republicans because more and more of the Republicans are becoming patriots. And, you know, the patriot movement of any kind 
is anathema to their Luciferian tear it all down and destroy everything movement. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, man, you live in interesting times. I'm, I know I'd be living today because I'm Zed, Z-E-D, the end. You see me walking around, then you know the end is near. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know that for sure. Uh, But anyway, what I do know is this, and this is what's comforting. God will not allow this to go on much longer with the suffering of these innocent ones. And I think that's going to be the major, I think the proliferation of pedophilia, of abuse of children, and murder of children for, you know, for whatever reason, you know, and trafficking and all that. I believe that this is, uh, you know, this has gotten to a point where God has to to stop it. And, um, It's amazing to me how in the last 20 years it's gotten 10 times worse than it was on day one after after, when I started broadcasting after, uh, you know, 9-11. You know, we had, we, you know, we had rumors of these, you know, Satanists and, you know, killings and disappearances of people, all kinds of the space program, uh, conspiracy theorists, several of them wrote lots of books and we had Fritz Springmeier, and we had the, uh, what's his name, uh, None Dare Call a Conspiracy, and we had, uh, you know, Behold a Pale Horse, and we had, uh, you know, we had the Art Bell Show, remember the Art Bell, which is you know, mostly just info. So we had, all, we had all this stuff going on. We had conspiracy cons, and people wanting to get to the truth, and none of it helped. And any kind of talk about Jesus or any of that, bringing that into the discussion, only caused division. And I believe the reason for that is God is saying, you either pick me or focus on your whatever, your minutia of conspiracies, of all the bad things these people are doing. You either focus on me or that, which will it be? And many people said, I want to focus on that, on fear porn on destruction, on this, that, the other thing. And uh, it's justified. God is wroth. He doesn't like seeing children hurt. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, of course, we have this conflict we're dealing with. But at the end of the day, we have to give it to Jesus Christ. Because without him, we can do nothing. Why even talk about it if it isn't in the, in the at least in a comparable, um, you, you know, unless there was some kind of, you know, you, you, you uh, t- tissue there uh, linking everything to the Lord and the reason why I can tell you the reason because nobody wants to admit that God would allow this much evil and not do something that's been the big impediment to getting to truth that's what's been a big deal breaker a lot of people are like how could God allow a world like this I you know obviously Christianity is false Jesus is false Bible is false Jordan Maxwell I can't tell you how many people followed Jordan Maxwell who said they were Christians when Jordan's denying the entire... I mean, it's... it's uh, 
Well, the one thing we do know is that we know that man will not be able to do anything about it. We know that for a fact. Man cannot and will not do anything about all the things we've talked about over the years. So the only one who will do something about it, and we know that the perpetrators, we we say the left because when we say the left, what I mean is Marxism, socialism, Satanism, pedophilia, child trafficking, uh, human trafficking, slave trafficking, um, oligarchy. I don't mean a, 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 a communism. Uh, Marxism would be by the people. It means a technocratic a leadership with slaves underneath. There is no say of the uh, people in anything. And that's why the true believers of Marxism must, will be killed by the leaders uh, because they cannot have true believers because they would upset the, uh, when they find out there's no sharing of the wealth or sharing of the housing or sharing of the burdens of life of society, when they find out that Marx cannot be followed in society, cannot because it never works, it never would, socialism can't be followed. Um, you know, and, and, and so when they find that out, they're going to rebel. Well, then we better get rid of them. People need to learn. We are the rulers. You are the slaves. As long as you understand that and you don't speak up and you don't say anything about anything, you'll be allowed to live. And that's the kind of top-down tolerant. That's the, 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 that would be called being an obedient citizen. And that's what they're after. And they do not want other ideas. They don't want uh, good ideas. They don't want morals. They don't. Want, they, they will tell you what the morals are, and you follow. So I, you know, um, to me, uh, what's painful is this. Uh, I guess I feel like we're kind of in a. I called it the other day a Mexican standoff, you know, where everyone, and the standoff, and thank God for, you know, people who call themselves patriots because at least they're standing there opposing the world order. Um, but just being a patriot doesn't matter to me because, you know, God is in everything. And if we don't acknowledge that, then, then you know, see what I mean? My loyalty cannot go to, to you know, a patriotic idea without the unction of the living God. Because why? Why do anything without that? You know, I live, I breathe. You know, I, I, I have to acknowledge that that's because there is a living God. There's got to be, I, I'm enveloped by consciousness that's not me. All these things are working in precision and beauty. It's not me. I didn't make it happen. It clearly has design. There's clearly somebody I owe my breathing to. I got to find that person. I don't just want to live day to day not knowing what the frick is happening. <laughs> live day to day, you know, you know what, just sort of whistling by the graveyard, you know. Hope I don't get hurt today. I just can't stand it. 
I have to have some way to peace and understanding. I have to have some way of loving my neighbor. I can't go on hating everyone. It poisons my spirit. It hurts me. So what, how can I possibly breathe now? And the answer is, you know, God breathed ex nihilo. And here we are. (laughs) Because of him, not us, in other words. So that's where I have to go for any kind of peace because nowhere in the world have I found peace. Religions, gurus, that sad guru guy is making a complete ass out of himself on TikTok, by the way. And uh, I mean, I'm just, just, I have, you know, along with Clown Schwab and Harari and the rest of these little sycophantic little children, they're like little, little, little babies. They've been rich for so long, they've had everything at their beck and call for so long, they've just devolved into babies. So here's Sad Guru, you know, up there saying, you know, oh. Well, if you want to go to heaven, you please. Yeah, I know. I just I learned over the years to imitate these phony gurus, and there's been a whole string of them, and they get millions of people in America to follow them. I just can't even believe it. I can't even believe how gullible and stupid these people are that follow him. He'll say something like this. Uh you know. Heaven is right here on earth, and I can't imagine why someone would have an idea of going to heaven later. If you have this heaven that you're going to go to, please, by all means, go now. Have you heard that one? Can you believe that? That is one of the the most idiotic interpretations of Christianity I've ever heard. He's trying to put it down, like, oh, you have this delayed heaven. I have heaven... All around me, I'm in bliss. I never have a bad day because, you see, I don't... Uh, what does he say? He doesn't have a bad day because he... Uh, uh, well, for one thing, he's raking in a lot of millions of dollars right now from all these gullible Western kids. Yep, he's doing that. He's raking in the dough, so of course he's in bliss. Anyway, he he's the worst of all the gurus I've seen, at least... Raj Nish had like, you know, this cult thing and they all had machine guns and they had Rolls Royces, man. And they stood up against the man and they were dancing and having wild sex together and everybody was all upset in Oregon. Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. If you're going to go guru, let's let's do it. Let's go all the way. I'll, hey, I'll film it. I, I, don't, I don't pull punches. I'll get Larry to direct it and he'll and he doesn't pull punches either. Let it all hang out, you know. Uh, ugly, you know. Make it one big uh, Bosch painting, shall we? But now with this little sad guru guy, it's not like he's talking in front of a group of people. You know, he's sort of he doesn't have the handsomeness, the mystique of a Rajneesh that could like hypnotically draw you, sort of like Count Dracula with his powers. And I would urge you all to see any of the documentaries most excellent uh, on Rajneesh just to, you know, it's, it's funny. 
Yeah, I told you about his friends who were, after Rajneesh died, they, well, they were here in Santa Fe, found another guru. And I said, well, what, what, what happens when you sit? With it? We've, sat, we've, been, we've been sitting for three weeks. Oh, well, what, what happens? He goes, well, he tells dirty jokes and farts. And we smell the farts and listen to the dirty jokes. It's some kind of technique to break us away from the material. Oh, and, you, and you're still there. You take it seriously. Yes, we take it very seriously. There's a lesson in it. I see. Never mind. Okay, end of, right? No more, right? There's no need to, you know, wipe the sandals to dust, whatever. Yes, please, please, please go to your heaven now. And what, the reason he said it that way is he's a, he's a member of the World Economic Forum. He wants depopulation. So he wants the Christians to go ahead and kill themselves and go to heaven. And they all sit there going, Oh, such wise words, Guru. And I, ju- I can't, I, oh my God. Please, no, Lord, please. Please don't let another one of these abomination idiots out there. You know, he wants depopulation. He tells the Christians, if you believe in a heaven to come later, and you don't believe this is heaven here, please, by all means, go. Yes, that's a direct threat that he would like to eliminate the Christians on earth. Send them all to their heaven now. And uh, while he's on his way to depopulate, while he was at the World Economic Forum, being groomed by Klaus Schwab to be the spiritual leader of the world. And I don't think he'll make it. I don't think it's he I don't think he's the one. He's too much of a buffoon. But anyway, but then stranger things have happened, it could be. Um you know, he's there saying well, talking to somebody, there was the head of Pfizer, you know, who's who's trying to kill everybody with the vaccine. And he talks to Pfizer, he's like, I too don't want all these souls on the earth. I'm sorry to say it that way. And then they have this little laugh together. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> We're going to have to exterminate them. <laughs> We're not going to say the quiet part out loud, though, are we? Right, 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 right. You see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You saw that. But because there were so many other things going on, you couldn't focus. Sad guru at the WEF agreeing publicly and on camera, anybody can go see the clips, uh, that he agrees there are too many souls on earth and they must be eliminated. And then they had that sinister laugh because... He's saying that he knows they must be murdered. Capisce? So when you see this guy, at least, you know, um, you know, the last post I saw was on Instagram and somebody else posted it and I just write the comment section, sad. You know? Or sad that you people have all fallen for this shit. You know, yet one more fucking guru... And it, it 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 just you know, and these guys are all trained, you know. This guy is trained, uh, many trained by the CIA and all that. This guy is trained by um, the WEF, so he's very well trained on how to. He's created. He's he's recruited six point eight million followers. I mean, that's a lot, right? He's only been at it a short time. But I'm telling you, 
these false, yeah, these antichrists. He is the basically the same spirit as Harari. It'd be like your guru is is you know, uh, Uval Noah Harari. That's your guru. You know, kill yourself. All right, kids. Well, I had gosh, I ranted. My lord, I've. I know you don't need the ranting, but maybe someone will hear it that needs it. You know what I mean? Plus, it felt good to rant for a change. I've wanted you to realize I'm feeling better, feeling more energy, and I'm not going to put up with, you know, just if we're going to have a collapse of civilization, by gosh, let's get it over with. It's like Ronald Reagan said once, no, I'm not a devotee of Reagan. I thought he was a buffoon too. Please, if we're, if we're going to have a, uh, but he said this, I used to love his inflammatory statements. If we're going to have a bloodbath, let's go ahead and get it over with. Or if we have to have a bloodbath, let's get it over with. That's what he said. Another thing he said with, with the you know, Korean plane or Russian plane shot down, an American airliner, he says, he goes, the bombing starts in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they tried to get rid of him. I mean, that you talk about evil stuff. I mean, getting a mental patient out of the mental hospital, giving him a gun and all that stuff, and then having him try to bump off the president, then cover it all up by saying, you know, he was just, uh, you know, instead of the fact that. He was working for the Bush family, which became common knowledge, but nobody would say it because they were afraid. If we say something like this against the Bushes or somebody, we might get in trouble. Yes, it's gotten to the point where if you say something, you know, the, the postman, you know, is, uh, is out there, you know, uh, molesting kids on the way to the, you know, putting mail in. You're going to lose your job because you said that. You're not supposed to notice that. And if you do see that, turn away. So, anyway, I think we've covered it here. I I, I don't know how much longer... I can do these, though, because, you know, at some point. <laughs> uh, ah! Hour and 38 minutes and 55, 55 seconds. Got 76 messages in the chat. Not bad. Not bad. You know, not not as. Yeah, because it's like this message today is not, you know, and I understand it's not really for you guys. It's. um. It's my crying out to the world from the wilderness, you know, from the from my, you know, I'm a recluse, and so I'm, you know, why are you recluse? Well, I because things, I, you know, why does somebody not have a leg? I don't know why, but to treat them like they should have a leg when they don't, you're the perpetrator then. If they need the wheelchair, they need the wheelchair. You know, who are you to judge that nobody should have one? Everyone's okay. Everything is nice. Put on the rose-colored glasses. Okay. 
All right, here you go. I love you guys. Praying for you constantly, and 20 on 20 is getting closer. Multiplex control. 